Guy here with a quick message before we get on with the pod. As a thank you to our most dedicated and loyal viewers and listeners to Blood Red, we're inviting you to join our Blood Red Club. By joining, you'll get access to insider transfer content as well as interviews with former favourites and those connected at Anfield. All you need to do is head to bloodredpodcast.co.uk, enter your email address and our exclusive content will head to your inbox. That's bloodredpodcast.co.uk. Thanks. Now on with the show. This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Agenda here on the Blood Red Channel. I'm Guy Clark, alongside me our chief Liverpool writer Ian Doyle, as we react to the news that former Liverpool manager Rafael Benitez is back in the Premier League and back across Stanley Park. He's not with Liverpool, of course. He's gone to rivals Everton. Uh, Doyley, with Rafa coming in, obviously this has been a move that's been spoken about a lot. We've spoken about it a bit on the, the Blood Red podcast, but what are your thoughts on it? I mean, shocked when it first came around, or do you completely understand where both <coughs> Everton and, and Rafa Benitez are, are coming from in making this move? Well, I don't think I'm shocked. Um, I think possibly in the past you would have even thought that Benitez would have been somebody that Everton should have been looking at. I mean, I know that my uh, <coughs> uh, David Prentice, my former boss, he uh, was a massive advocate of Benitez going to Everton many, many years ago, but uh, obviously it didn't happen then. Everton looked elsewhere. Now they're looking at now they're looking at Rafa and they've actually got him in. So I think surprise is more of, of the word, not shocked, simply because of not so much that because Benitez for himself, he ended, he obviously was at Liverpool for years and he won the Champions League and the FA Cup and he, you know, got a great bond with the city to the point where he's actually, you know, he's lived in, in Wirral for what was it, about 15 years, probably more than that, I think. So there's that, but it's from the point of view from Everton. I mean, they must have known what would happen with them appointing Benitez, what the, you know, the fan reaction was going to be from Everton fans. You know, if you've, if you've got somebody who's coming from the rivals and somebody who, although he has explained it, uh, subsequently saying that, you know, the small team jibe that he, he aimed at Everton, though he did obviously say that it was a bit more to do with the way that Everton were playing rather than the actual size of the, the club itself. Um, I think that that's where it's strange. I mean, you, you might, I'm, I'm sure we'll get onto it in a bit, but you might look and go, well, what about Benitez's record? But, you know, a bit of diminishing returns in terms of what he's achieved. But look at the clubs that he's been at. I think, obviously, since he left Liverpool, he did win the Europa League with Chelsea. And that's another example of him bit of a Rafa thing to do, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I'll just go and take over for a bit. This club where the fans absolutely hate me and did this, that and the other. And he gets up to third and get wins them a European trophy. So I don't think there's any doubt that Benitez would, will be totally up for this. And it will have kind of, you know, gone or appealed to him in the sense of his character where he likes taking on a challenge. You know, he went to Valencia, didn't he? When Valencia hadn't won, I think they won one league in 50-odd years, and then he won it twice in three years, beating Real Madrid, Barcelona, all of those. And then he comes to Liverpool, you know, a bit of an onerous task taking on you know, a club like that, and then he won the Champions League inside a year. So, you know, he's he's used to that kind of thing. He liked that kind of aspect of it, you know, trying to prove people wrong. And the minute somebody says, you don't want to be doing that, is immediately what he thinks, well, I better have be doing that. So from Benitez's point of view, it kind of makes sense. He's in the Premier League, it's by his, you know, by his home. You know, he knows the club, he knows the city, he knows where he's going to be. It's, it'll probably be the in terms of that, the settle, you know, the way he's going to be settled and his family and everything is the best job he'll have had probably since Liverpool, to be honest. You know, I think, was it Napoli where he ended up living in the training ground for a while when he was in charge there? So there is that, but from Everton's point of view, it does seem a bit 
strange because of the you know the, the whole you know we've seen what's happened with the banners and everything already I mean, he hadn't even been appointed by then so it will be interesting to see how Everton react but from a you know, looking at it from obviously a point of view where I covered Liverpool where Benitez was manager I'm not entirely surprised that's one of the big things, isn't it? I mean, it's 17 years ago, isn't it? It's summer since he mm. arrived at, at Liverpool. And yeah, it, it feels so, so long ago. But as you say, you obviously seen him working up close and personal during his time at Liverpool. And the over, overriding thing that everyone always says about Rafael Benitez is he takes the emotion out of it. But, but this is obviously a very emotive issue. But for him, it, it's just business, isn't it? Yeah, no. Uh, in the sense that he does take the emotion out of certain things, but obviously he, he actually does put it in quite a lot of other stuff and certainly shows a lot of emotion when he isn't perhaps getting his own way or he doesn't feel as though he's backed to the extent that he that he should be, which, you know, you've seen how he works with previous directors of football, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes with Marcel Brands because I'm pretty sure that he, from what we're led to believe, didn't have a lot to do with the appointments. I think it was basically a Farhad Mashiri one, which, you know, he's, he owns the club and he's going to be paying the money, so that's fair enough, but... You know, why do you have a director of football if you're not going to involve him if, if we're led to believe in, in the actual appointments? Well, obviously not turning this into the Everton podcast, but it is, you know, that is a, that is a fair point. If we're talking about Benitez, you saw what he was like with at Liverpool. He had his run-ins with Rick Parry and then he had his run-ins with, you know, Tomix and uh, George Gillette. Well, to be fair with that, he was he was right on that one. But it just, and then he had run-ins with Christian Perslow. So it's like everybody, he just likes to take everybody on. So it will be interesting. To see, to see how it goes. I was going to say, sort of on that point, everything that he did for Liverpool, even off the pitch as much as on it, in terms of taking on the higher-ups, as it were, during sort of the, the messy ownership, ever since he obviously left in the summer of, of 2010, that was probably maybe the, the Nadir with then Hodgson coming in and everything mm. that, that, that followed with that. For him, I suppose there must be kind of this lingering doubt of if only... I had been able to kind of be there when there was some sort of stability above my head and I could have got on and got my, done my job because, of course, he did win a Champions League, win an FA Cup, finish as a runner-up in, in the Premier League as well. There must be something there, I'm sure, that kind of may, maybe sticks there for him. Well, there was stability when he first joined Liverpool. He just, he just didn't have enough money. And then, of course, when the Americans came in and they offered the money and they did buy, you know, they did buy... Um, by Torres, for example. So, you know, they did, they did, you know, they did achieve that. You know, they did do that. But then obviously it turned out in the end that everything else they didn't do. And then, you know, where did that money come from, et cetera, et cetera. We don't, I really don't want to go through all that again. Thank you very much for talking about it. But uh, <laughs> they, did, they did enough of that writing about it at the time. Um, but I'm not sure with Benitez. I don't think he feels there's any unfinished business on Merseyside or anything like that. I just think he sees this as a job. And from, from if you take away the Liverpool aspect of it, it completely makes sense. Totally makes sense. He lives nearby, as I said before. It's a Premier League team. It's one of the big, the big, biggest eight sporting institutions in the United Kingdom. Everton, if you go by the amount of people who turn up to to watch the games, or from any sport, basically. So it's still a, it's still a huge club, and they probably always will be. So that, you know, certainly they're bigger than Newcastle, for example. So you look at it from that point of view, and you'd argue that he's actually taken a step up in terms of his Premier League managerial career. And it's better than being in uh, in China where he was in the most recently. So, from that point of view, it's good for him. But the whole thing is, he's what is he sixty one? I think he is now. I think you he, think he's he's you know he's not he's very much nearer the end of his managerial career than his begin than the beginning. And you, so you do think, well, he can't possibly need the money. So why on earth is he doing it? Because and then you just go, well, that's because he's Rafa. That's what he does. 
you know, he just he loved he loved this kind of thing. So he'll see it as a great challenge to be somebody who you know who, who not so much turns Everton around because he's obviously taken over from Ancelotti and that and did kind of while it didn't end so well in the season, there is a bit more signs of progress and just they've got some they have a few decent players there, but they can bring in a lot more, I think, and they've certainly got the financial backing. So but you could argue it's not a bad time to go there in that sense. But you know, in, in just it's the whole Liverpool thing, isn't it? I mean, if you look at this, the fans, isn't it, that we're talking about? I can't imagine the players will be that bothered. The Everton players will be that bothered, really, to be honest. I think it's going to be, it'll be the fans. And it will be interesting to see the reaction that Benitez gets when Liverpool play Everton. I think it's in November, towards the end of November. I mean, that's if he's still in charge then, because of every chance he might not be, simply because of the way things have gone. Yeah, I was going to say 30th of November, the, the Goodison Derby. Is it 20... it's Anfield, Anfield on the April, isn't it? So that's, that's yeah, 23rd of April. Yeah. yeah, 23rd of of, uh, of April is, is Anfield. So yeah, you do wonder even maybe with the volatility around the, the appointment, actually, whether or not he'll still be in the position. But what about Liverpool fan reaction? What what do you sort of think the, the feeling is going to be amongst sort of the masses. It is the third different Premier League side he has now managed. It was 11 years ago he left. And of course, he will always be the man who delivered the fifth European Cup and the most dramatic, I suppose, in terms of that that game against AC Milan. Well, it is the most memorable night in Liverpool's history. Probably the best one as well. So, you know, that's kind of there. Nothing can really change that. I mean, when he's come back with other clubs in the past, he's had good reception from the crowd. I think whether or not that's because it was they didn't regard them as proper rivals, or I don't know for whatever reason. But I haven't been there. There's never been any, and he's never ever said anything bad about the club or the supporters in the entire time he's left. Because why would he? You know, he didn't see eye to eye with everybody at the club, and and well, I don't think any of those people are there anymore. And <coughs> excuse me, I think people forget that at the time when he left, there were quite a few people. A sizable increase in number who, who thought it was probably time to go. He picked too many fights. He was making it too much about himself, which is, uh, again, that's just a, kind of slightly a raff away when he when he sees something, he, he gets a bit stubborn about it and he, he gets his teeth stuck in. So, you know, I do think, I think Liverpool fans, in terms of their reaction, I've seen, obviously, you look online and you, you, you speak to people that you know. And I think while some people are going, right, that's it, he's completely dead to us. You know, how, how dare he go to Everton? And there's other ones who are, you know, they, they kept, well, not to that level upset. They are a bit displeased that he's doing it and believe he's kind of sullied himself. Most of the others just like, well, why is it? It's more a question of, well, why has he gone there? Why have Everton appointed him? What, what's going on here? You know, it's kind of amusement at, at what's happened and they'll be just interested to see. I don't think, unless, I mean, I can't imagine Benitez, even if Benitez is Everton beats Liverpool in two league games or knocks him out the FA Cup, Unless he like turns around to the crowd and starts, you know, doing hand gestures and speaking through the press and saying lots of horrible stuff, I don't think anyone's going to get massively upset in the long term. Are they? I mean, they'll be upset at the time because their team will have lost and he was the opposing manager. But as I said, he's had eleven years to say bad stuff and, and he's got no call to do it, and he won't now. And I don't think Liverpool fans, for the majority, the vast majority, are going to say anything nasty about him. Yeah, unless he unless he acts like, as you say, Mourinho in his first cup final, that Carling Cup yeah, final. Yeah, he's not going to do that, though. That would be totally out of character. Yeah, totally exactly. Totally Running down the touchline. He would have, yeah. to be, he'd have to act totally out of character for what he's been throughout his entire career. You know, he, he picks, he, you know, even with, let's face it, it was more of a big deal for him going to Chelsea. Because be, yeah. I know he was only there for about eight or nine months. He probably wasn't even that. But obviously, Chelsea have been Liverpool's rivals, in, in, certainly in Europe, 
over the time he was in charge at Liverpool and you know, he was quite good at winding them up. So <laughs> if he could get through that and win him a trophy, I think uh, I think he'll be okay with what happens at Everton. Uh, and that's the main thing, isn't it, for Everton? The attraction to appointing him is, I suppose, his record, certainly in knockout competitions, of winning trophies. And Everton, of course, continuing on on a long barren run, as it were, to actually land silverware. Well, that's it. Imagine if he you know, goes to Everton and they finish, I don't know, ninth. But they win the League Cup. That's a competition they've never won. They win the League Cup, then that's it. Benitez will be... He's never, ever going to be held in the same esteem as he is at Liverpool, I don't think, unless Liverpool, unless Everton do, sorry, do something insane, like do a Leicester and win the league, which in which case, fair enough. <laughs> whoever, whoever, whoever does it, well done to them. Um, that's fair enough. But if he wins the League Cup, you know, he won't exactly be like one of the greatest ever managers in history, but he'd certainly be somebody who will be seen to have helped them back towards where they want to be. And that's entirely the reason why they've got why Mashiri's brought him in. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All eyes, I suppose, on that Goodison derby on the 30th of November. It was spicy last year and, of course, what happened during that game. But with Benitez heading to Goodison Park, all eyes from the red half of Merseyside, certainly on them for the time being, and Rafael Benitez taking on the Everton job. But from myself, Guy Clark and Ian Doyle, thanks for your time and your company here on this edition of The Agenda. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.